Assemble me piece by piece, strip away the incomplete, the model of the future. Colliding minds, it's just a start, feel the sparks, we're building art. This is The Talent Agency. of the talent agency uh back to the main line again back to the core timeline um which is which is pretty great we have uh three runners here with me today we have alicia hello hi yeah how's it going going good 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 we have scotia hey hi and we also have ashley what's up hello yeah so uh last last time we had our um, oh, the last time you guys were together was for the mission for against like Narissa in in the Welsh woodlands. How do you feel it? Yeah, um, it was a lovely all female adventure. Yeah, and that was actually something that I really I really liked. I, I really appreciated that. I don't know, like cyberpunk feels very male a lot of the time. So I'm glad I have so many badass ladies in my campaign. <laughs> and we will continue to have badass ladies in this campaign. Uh, mission title being Prototype. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, we are at the stage, ladies and gentlemen, the non-binary, that I will be um, running missions based on musical suggestions from my wonderful players. And this is uh, Scotia slash uh, Data Von Tase's, uh song suggestion. Mm-hmm. So uh, shall we get into it? Yes. Mm. So uh, we're going to start this this story in medias res this time round. Uh, all three of you are in the middle of a heist. Okay. Why not? What are we heisting? That's up to you. What are you stealing? What would all three of us care about? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I care about getting influence for now. No, I could imagine you guys are quite prestigious, so with law to it. But yeah. what would and I'd go. Maybe want... some sort of precious gem. Ooh. And obviously, maybe. You'd want the money, I'd want it because it's pretty, you'd want it because it's in Well, it's an artifact. <laughs> yeah. I'd want that, not just for the money, but also because I am a cat burger at heart. Yes. And that is exactly. It's shiny. Yeah. You've got a pose for it as well. It's, yeah, it's, it's literally like, uh, well, I suppose I'll go along with it because I get to test my skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of. Where, where is this gem that's being stolen? Where are you stealing it from? I think if it's going to be, if it's going to be a gem, I think it also needs to be a gem that has some sort of like, could it be the first gem that was used as computer circuitry or something? Ooh, okay. Oh, so when you catch the light just right, you can see all the kind of like micro circuitry inside. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, and there's, there's information on that. Um, yeah, there's information on that other people might want, but there's also like the the vintage factor and the, the sort of uh, celebrity status of the item for some of us. Where mm-hmm. is it going to be then? Oh, it's got to be then some kind of like museum to, yeah, it's got to be like an, an art gallery slash museum to technology because okay, like, uh, and you can have because it will have things like the first Apple II and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well as like ancient technology, yeah, ancient technology <laughs> like that. They um, have the single remaining laser disc in the entire yeah. world. <laughs> if you've seen that, um, there's a post about it. There's the the floppy disk that has the first ever worm that was created for PC Ooh. on this floppy disk behind glass. And someone puts in this classic thing of like, in a fantasy trope, we always go, why didn't they just kill the thing? Why did they store it on like a forbidden tablet? And we've done the exact same thing with this floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Time. Where's the museum? Like, in the world? Where in the world is Data Fontes? Oh, it's a really good question. I just want to say, I don't know why, but Madrid? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Museum of Ancient Technology in Madrid. Cool. Oh, well, it would, well, I know it's not a museum, but it would be the Biblioteca, but tech spelled. Okay, yes. sure, oh, sure. No, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why my brain said Madrid, because I had a pun. <laughs> <laughs> Just subconsciously deep down. Yeah, I was like, okay, there we go. Yeah, it's the Biblioteca. 
Mm-hmm. So you're at the last stage of your heist. You've done the planning, you've planned the maps, you've started your infiltration, and the last thing you need between you and the vault where this gem uh, with circuitry inside, this gem is called the... Um, the Circuit Sapphire. The Circuit Sapphire. Uh, that has in my sibilance to it. I quite like that. Like the technology tourmaline. Deatrix Diamond? Technology tourmaline? Oh, yeah! Ooh. What did you say? I said Dietrich Diamond, but I liked your idea at the same time. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. The technology tourmaline is uh, is is behind this final door, but there is a laser corridor. <gasps> classic, classic. How how are you going to how are you going to navigate this through view? So are the lasers visible or invisible at this point? I think I think this is your 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 mid. So you're probably uh, about to go and find some way to reveal them, I think, is a, is a good way to... I would say, in that case, then, uh, I would reach into my handy uh, sort of handbag that I always have, like my crossbody bag, mm-hmm. and I think one of the items I would pull out would be hairspray that is designed to reveal the lasers. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, crisscrossed in electric blue down the entire hallway you see that there is a dance a tango of lasers well as they're all revealed and it starts to sell I just quaff my hair as well finally and then just satisfactorily pop it back in my my purse mm-hmm. oh we might need somebody uh, oh yes so these la- the, the security of this building is quite fancy and you, you knew that it was a laser corridor what you didn't know is that these lasers slowly rotate around the space of the room uh, to to a rhythm that is uh, complex and unknowable. Somebody who is an expert dancer may be able to make their way down this laser corridor. <coughs> I put on my raven wizard hat. Which <laughs> 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 are terrible things for dancing and fluttering. No, I think I'm, I've gone, I'm going to assume I've already got a black hat suit on because. Absolutely. We're, we're all done it. We're all done it. We want to match. No, 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 I, no compromise. Still sticking to the cream leather and purple. It got so muddy last time, but this time it's indoors, so it's fine, it's fine. I was going to say we have it, and I'll say for the sake of trying to be for solidarity, I did put like a little papaya patch on yours, <laughs> and I have like a little vault patch on mine. I'm like, oh, come on, just hold on it. I'm very touched by that. You sound very sweet. Put on the patch. It's like a queer, it's a queer person's rite of passage to customise at least one item of clothing in their lives. This is your chance. I will, I will have the patch meld itself okay. onto the front of the chest piece. Fantastic. Right. Okay. Uh, you don't need to roll for this because this is all in medias res lead in. So yeah, t- talk about your dance down this corridor. Up. Mm-hmm. There are swings and legs flying everywhere. It is like a ballet, but kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in a classy way. Absolutely. So there, there are spins, there are pirouettes, there is ducking, rolling, there is an occasional somersault. Ooh. And there is also the occasional just shing of hair being sliced off the tip of the ponytail as well. And it gets a little bit dicey. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You do, a, you do a classic femme vogue spin and dip as a laser just kind of yes, cuts yes. across. <laughs> just gets the edge of the fringe. Uh-huh. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. You reach the other end of the corridor and uh, you see that the, the, the keypad to enter the vault is available. Uh, fortunately, Data Vontaze has already provided you with the disc that will hack it. And uh, as you enter it into the device, two really long noodle kind of like arms with the vibro blades come out of the wall and start to menace you. Okay. They should be destroyed. They should be destroyed. I have hands for blades, blades for hands. Ah, uh, but they have caught you unawares. Um, one of them, you slice off two really easily in your line of sight. <laughs> 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 this is all too easy <laughs> and you don't see the one in the background that's sneaking up behind you but somebody else sees it oh. fortunately as the lasers are shutting down from the front of the corridor towards you I'm going to start blitzing down dive through the last slot and do an overhead saw <laughs> take it off of the wall mm-hmm. and of course bring it down the tip near your heel and look at you so you know damn well that I just said your hands <laughs> In a shower of sparks as you land with like a three-point landing next to them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There is a moment of thanks on her face before she returns to stoicism. The acid drip. The the final door is there. It has been unlocked. All that is left is to open this door. 
Can I say, because I haven't actually gone down the lasers yet, can I just, for the sake of it, I hack and turn them off and just strip down and be like, you're both very elegant, but you could have just given me five more seconds. They just needed to show off. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be stunning on them. <laughs> but yes, this menacing vault door leaves before you. What's the security look like on this the door? Do I need to roll with It's it? been disabled. Oh, it's fully disabled. Mm-hmm. All it needs to do is to open it. There's a sense of tension. I don't like this. <laughs> okay, so if you want to, uh, either side, um, let's see, let's see what. And she swings it off in as wide as, as, far, mm-hmm. as hard as she can, like two hands if necessary. Nice. Um, there is like the standard kind of shh as the yeah. air pressures change, and there's like uh, smoke that fills the curtain that lands, and as it clears, um, you see that inside the vault. Um, the skylight above it has been broken with a, a, a wire that has descended down and uh, three shadowy figures have already kind of broken into the case where the technology tourmaline is there and they look at you. It is your rival, Montes. <laughs> it is the woman you hate the most in the world. Ada Amor is there and she has the tourmaline in her hands. Okay. Oh, fuck, it's the rubber mall. Can I pull out my grappling gun? Yes. <laughs> I want to aim at the diamond to try the uh, the technology tunnel and try and fire the grappling gun to knock it out of her hand. That's <laughs> my reaction. You fire it to her, and one of her two cronies uh, pulls a, a wasakashi out of seemingly nowhere yeah. and slices the cord into. That's my second gun. <laughs> <laughs> Arda just looks back and goes, oh, 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 oh. And she continues to Arjo Samalaf as uh, as her hacker assistant uh, goes and takes the technology tourmaline and puts it in a messenger bag, almost identical to yours, but not as cute. I have that, at least. Uh, girls, I suggest we rush them. <laughs> She's okay. just going to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna run. Who's closest out of them? Oh, they're all kind of like Team Rocket style posing next to each other, or they're all in close range next to each other. Sweet. How that... far are we from them? Uh, you are near range. You're not close yet. Oh, I have my I have my necklace chakra, which I know isn't gonna work, but it's worth a shot, I guess. You're gonna like fling your necklace as a disc to turn. Yes, I bought after a previous campaign. I bought an electrified like a one-time stun chakra necklace <laughs> that I could take off and like you know like one of those big mm-hmm. with the big yeah. And that's that's pretty sick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go 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 throw that chakra. It's a thrown weapon. Do yeah. you have thrown weapons as a stat? No, of course I don't. Then just agility. Just like I don't have guns and stuff, I insist on firing my grappling gun. Absolutely. <laughs> good, right? yeah. uh, three successes? Ooh, that's pretty good. Um, I think I'm not going to roll against that because this is still kind of in the yeah. kind of cutscene mode. Uh, the shotgun the flies through the air. Um, one assistant tries to slice it out of the way they miss. It's too quick. It goes and plants itself firmly in the chest of Ardo Amor. She looks down at it and goes, ah. And then, um, like, bolts of electricity fly from it, and uh, it looks like she's like, ah! And then it clears, it's like, oh! <laughs> oh, you've not, you, you, you don't remember? I am, I am shock-proof. This couture I am wearing, not only is it incredibly fashionable and fits my body type to a T, but it's also shock-proof. You look like a snigger from papaya in the background, just <laughs> And uh, she's like, "Oh, you—you you could be. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad that uh, some of your your entourage also are on my side. I mean, who wouldn't want a body like this?" And she does a full kind of like hands to the leg all the way up along her. She has a single prosthetic leg. It is a long obsidian spike with a vibroblade in it, and she just kind of gently kind of strokes up that leg, up her chest, and just to the face, being like, "Ah." Uh-huh. Well, I wasn't exactly aiming for your heart. I didn't assume you had one. Um, and uh, my companions, they, they, they do appreciate a good joke, which is why they'll appreciate you. Uh, now, give us the diamond, and we don't have to, you know, make this any uglier than it already is. Mm. Uh, she's like, oh, absolutely not. You have jokes. But what you don't have is the technology tool line. Now, and they all kind of like grab onto the wire. Ta-ta! And start to pull themselves up into the ceiling. To a real-shaped balloon. 
<laughs> yeah, oh god, they've basically got like a Team Rocket-esque balloon oh, yeah. that they, they, they fly away on. I'm sad I want to be those, that team, not our team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can we put in a budget request for a balloon? I, I mean, I mean uh, if, you, if you ask Automator nicely, maybe they'll bankroll it. We, do want a dirig- we need a dirigible. There's a, a helicopter's going cheap somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's really like we have a hot air balloon with a drone on top of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, they're team rocket out there. And I'm just like, huh, okay, uh, either of you two have any way of tracking over long distances? Uh, nope. Send a spirit with me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, go, go conjure a spirit. I'm going to summon Matthew, who is a lesser spirit of air. Mm-hmm. So, conjuring all the dice. It's a point of edge to reroll, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a point of edge to reroll. It's early. Stein, holy wow. In the cutscene. That was disappointing. In the opening cutscene, you're like, no. I can't fail the scripted cutscene. I must succeed. I won't get hired back if I mess this one up. Five successes? Five successes is pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, as you start your arcane rituals to summon Matthew, the uh, Matthew or Matthew, Matthew, the cool, uh, the the air spirit. Um, you will get an email. Um, it's pinged from Automator. It's like a forward mm-hmm. from a client. Okay. Uh, it says it's from Larry Welch, and uh, it's a it's a little um, video video email. Because it's the future, why wouldn't it be a mm-hmm. video email? Um, and you play it because it's not like really you have to kind of worry about being spotted at this point. You've already broken in, getting out will be not much of a problem. And it's like, I'm so glad a runner for hire organization like this exists. Um, we need somebody with knowledge of insider industry and the criminal world. Uh, my boss, Dante Rollins, is about to hold the press screening for his latest flick, Spider Bite with a Y, for Noir Widow. But it received a threat in the mail. Two million new yen, or an attempt will be made on his life during the screening. As such, we have no intention of paying, and not prob- not publicising the film would put a larger dent in our pockets than two mil, so we're instead securing the fuck out of the place. Um, although, irony is, the one uh, putting out a hit is one of the inspirations of the film, the Icebreaker Gang. I, I guess it's personal. And uh, Data Vontes, you know that the leader of the Icebreaker Gang is the one and only Ada Amor. Well, this... Oh, I'll do this job for free. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh, okay. Uh, I won't. (laughs) Cut to black. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I should have been shot that way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, gosh. Um, hmm. So, uh, this particular screening is being held at an art space somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where is it? Okay, so Spider Bite. Um, yeah, the movie is Spider Bite for Noir Widow. Little Y. Yes. It's in a, why don't we do like an underguster type thing where it's um, a space they've co-opted, so it's going to be like a rooftop with a screen, like mm-hmm. secret cinema style. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. That way, cool. we literally cannot secure all exits <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. It's literally, but also like because it's Noir, they've, they've chosen it because it's it's a place that has. Um, it's got a water tower as well. Yeah, it's got a water tower. It has like steam vents, although it might not technically be like a steam powered thing, mm-hmm. but something is producing some kind of vape going on. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of cotton. And it just has that sort of no, like they're playing off that part of it. So it's okay. this complete okay. open rooftop, a large space though. With like water tower and other, other features, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Are we in maybe like Old Town, New York? As a result, then, if we're going, like, full kind of, like, brownstone-style building. Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right, cool. Yes, this... we're traveling all over this. The, the, yeah, I mean, I mean, all good spy spy heist movies do a decent amount of jet setting, so I, <laughs> I think that's good. Um, Papaya, do you think you do have any details about this location? Uh, I'm aware of people have done shoots there. Mm-hmm. So I know it's often used for a sort of gritty, realistic look. Mm. I haven't visited myself. Mm-hmm. But so I've got a rough idea of where it is, and it's a bit run down, mm-hmm. kind of hard to get to. Mm-hmm. And all our recon is just like your trinity drone feet. Yes, yeah, <laughs> all recon. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, those shoes. 
Oh yeah, of... and there's that theme event there. Yeah. <laughs> we reverse engineer it all from like the square. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like that, that sounds like a role to me. If you're going to be kind of like putting this in from this data yeah, together, uh, that sounds like a hacking check to me. One, one. Ooh. No, I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stick with that one success. Yeah, no. Um, you you definitely see in the background like some blurry out of focus shots of some doors yeah. where that would be kind of surprising for the door to be in the kind of rooftop area. Um, you do generally find out that um, the this art space isn't just the roof. It's a couple floors down as well okay. of other bits and pieces. Um, it's a... Uh, Designed for it's it's designed for the ephemeral arts. The the artwork that's generally displayed in here is generally done on commission. Mm-hmm. It's astoundingly highbrow, but it's often either performance related, hard to move, or and it's just sold as ephemerality. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of done to be anti theft. You can't steal a performance piece uh, if it's just a pile of bricks arranged in a certain way. Trying to move that out would be very difficult. So it seems that the that the this particular art space kind of uh, prides itself on really uh, high concept pieces that are impossible to steal. Fair enough. Which of course also means they won't have actually made much effort to physically secure the building. Because why bother when you can't steal it? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Zandria, do you have a what? What kind of details do you think you know about this place, or that are just true about this place? Oh, I think there are there are a fair number of like tall buildings in the vicinity, like, mm-hmm. compounding the nightmare. Mm-hmm. Just, like there's a sniper could be on the roof of any of these. Any any one of them, more than just one sniper. <laughs> <laughs> could be a zeppelin going across the moon right now. <laughs> Ooh. Well, maybe you can go and obtain a helicopter in the planning phase. Because <laughs> this yes. is the kind of... We're, we're making this a bit more like a standard heist. Yeah. So I'm going to give you all uh, uh, an opportunity. We're going to go into turn order now and kind of mm-hmm. go um, Papaya, Zandria, Data, um, where you just kind of say enormous montage, like what you're doing to prepare, whether you're making a contact, getting a weapon, scouting the place... We do a roll for that, and after you do two of them, we'll move on to the next bit. Are you already in New York? Uh, yeah, you can absolutely already be in New York. I'm going to make contact with several model friends I have, and mm-hmm. ask them sort of what the area is like, which places they think are the most accessible for people, mm. in the buildings surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, well, I imagine the area is generally somewhat run down and dilapidated to give it that feel. Yes. So maybe a lot of things are sort of barricaded at the bottom and maybe on less of a risk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how are you uh, are getting that information out of them? Are you kind of like um, putting up a front of a lie? Are you kind of offering something in exchange as a negotiation? What are you kind of doing to sweet-talk them into this information? I'm telling them that I'm planning a shoot and mm-hmm. I want a very secure location that not many people have got to. Mmm, that sounds like a con roll to me. Okay. Go give me a con roll. Good thing I have that. Yeah, you do. Four. Four successes. Okay, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I think with four successes... Give me three things you want to find out about these the buildings from, from this info. I want to know if most of them can be readily accessed via this or ground level doors. Mm-hmm. I want to know how many are so dilapidated that you couldn't reasonably ascend them, i.e. staircases are broken and you would struggle to actually get up through them mm-hmm. in a safe manner. And also, how many are known for being used for parkour and other such things? Ooh, okay. Um, I think there are three nearby buildings of a reasonable enough height where you could see the roof of the Target Museum art space from. Um, Two of them are currently owned by local corporations. Um, They want to kind of turn them into kind of like arcologies and other bits and pieces like that. But that's a planning permission nightmare and eventually they were like, fuck it. So they own the building, but they still kind of have it fenced off and locked down. Um, The third one isn't currently owned, but is a wreck. Um, It's been used as kind of like squats. It's been used as raves. Um, They worked from the top on the way down so they kind of partied upstairs, and then as the upper levels got filled with trash and in disrepair, they just went down the floor and then just kept going. So uh, the trash gets heavier the further up in this building you go. 
One of them suggests to shoot there, you say no. Absolutely not, thank you. Cool, cool. Uh, shall we move on to Zendria? Yeah, I'm going to get in touch with my good friend Professor Gumbles. Ah, yes, the the para um, the parascientist. Yeah, spirit researcher. Totally not a ghost hunter. Totally not a ghost hunter. Um, see if you can put me in touch with any local contacts or clue to any phenomena that he's heard of. Research. Well, um, I think this is the kind of voice they had previously. It was a little kind of high and a bit like, um, right. So, uh, it's been a while since you've called me. You and you call me when you want something. Yeah, but you always get something back. True. You have um, got me fair amounts of ectoplasm in the past. Calm down, Professor. <laughs> As the the scientific term. Don't don't. I'll hang up on you. <laughs> It's just, I have skills that you need access to. Like, don't, don't begrudge me being a bit nervous now. No, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So, uh, where, where are you trying to get the, um, ghost information from? The, uh, Big Apple? Oh, um, that's, uh, America and New York, right? I don't think anybody's kind of used that as a phrase for a while. Yeah, I, I read on a leaflet somewhere. Uh. Okay, okay. Um, New York, huh? Uh, well, that has, um, it, pre- it had a lot of spirits of men. Um, it's not really a very magical place. Uh, mo- very, very little of the U.S. is that's kind of been, been taken in over time. Yeah, I'm feeling the effects already. Yeah. Um, but the kind of remnants of the nature of humanity have seeped into every brick. Every, they, they like artwork a lot. So uh, places that have heavy amounts of graffiti tend to have those kind of spirits leather around. Um, they kind of, you know, look like hooded figures from a distance, so they just look like edgy teens until you get close, and then they, like, uh, steal your soul, and, like, or turn your, your blood into spray paint. It's all very grisly. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I escaped with my life, um, so. Thank you very much. I'll, um, bring back some notes so i make it back in one piece. Yeah, um, actually, if you're going to be, um, looking into that kind of spirit of man, um, mm-hmm. uh, if you can get me some ghost spray paint, because that's a thing, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can give you some solid money for that for my research. Yeah, yeah, give me a, gas, a can of ghost spray paint. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, with that in mind, I'm going to try and get on, uh, Astral check and set up some summoning circles mm-hmm. in prep, and then try and work my way in with the local spirits. Cool. Where well, you gonna go in there? I, I think we might loop back round yeah, to you for yeah, the effect yeah. of that. But where for for now, where do you want to go and put this summoning circle or communal circle? Ooh, um, probably want one up on one of the walls on mm. the rooftop that we're securing. And a couple visible of the other rooms if I can access them. Ooh, ooh, that that might be a bit of an adventure. We'll explore that. I wonder if you can even do that alone. That might be quite a bit of a teamwork to get done. But we'll come back to that. Uh, Data. Oh, there's so much I want and need to do. (laughs) Step one, fix grapple hook gun. That's done. That's, uh, uh, that that might come out of some, some of the, some of the paycheck as it were. But yeah, um, um, who, who's who's your fixer? I think it would have been it would be this the same mechanic I used to fix up Lola, mm-hmm. my uh, Artemis art for short. Mm-hmm. Five foot nothing, mm-hmm. tough as nails. Um, really good at fixing up Lola, and I think it was the first time she broke, and I wanted to learn more about engineering. I kind of got the clue that um, art was a little bit more than just a, a simple mechanic and did, if you know, does stuff off the books kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's who fixed it. Hey, Dana! Dana, how's it going? She puts you the big bear hug. Yeah, like, um, uh, I seem to have... Can you remember? You know, this is... I keep I keep breaking this. I, yo, I... How... What What broke that? That That's supposed to not be, like, shears cuttable. Uh, I have this... I mean... Uh, Arch Nemesis, and she had minions with awfully sharp. Yeah, no, it was it was a disaster. Um, mm, mm. I need I don't know if. Could you make it a bit more spiked in case I do need to maybe 
get another person? This well, um, good. you, I, I mean, I know you. We've been, we've been out for drinks. We know what you do. It's all that cool. It's all sweet, super, super cool. Love your aesthetic. Love your aesthetic. But, like, you like to, like, give people the shock, right? That kind of thing. So, um, uh, I could, what if I booby trap your grappling hook? Now, I appreciate, I appreciate the attention and detail to my aesthetic. Unfortunately, uh, this particular person is, like, my anti-aesthetic. Shocks won't work on her. Ah, uh, hmm. Well, um, did did she cut it? No, it was one of the minions. Oh yeah, well, I, I I go and she she inspects the 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 friend. Is like, well, that looks like a sword kind of cut. Yeah. Well, those are made metal. So, um, what if I say, uh, it's like rubber outside and it's got a metal core, and then if they try and cut it through and they hit the core and it shocks them. Give her a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> You're no. the best. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know how we do. It's all good, it's all good. Yeah, um, I'll send you like an invoice in the mail. Um, go give me some kind of like sweet souvenirs from the place or something. That'd be cool. I'll give you a discount if you get me something sweet. I throw this something I picked up at the the um, biblioteca. I don't know what. Just like I found like a random thing because obviously I was a, a little going through. Just ever picked up like um... Nokia thirty four ten. She looks like oh man, I. I kind of want to take this apart, but I know this is probably, like, super rare and I shouldn't, but I really want to... <laughs> I, I hear there's another one in South America. You'll be fine. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'll, I'll um... Uh, you're probably going to be, like, jet-setting off somewhere. Um, give me, a, like, a delivery address and we'll make sure it's there to be picked up on the other side. It's all good. It's all good. Come see me again soon. And she, uh, she kind of, uh, goes back to, like, welded. She, um, I, th- I think, like... In the distant future of 2077, uh, Robot Wars is still a thing, but it's like hella underground. Yeah. So uh, she goes back to working on her her like competitive robot. Kind of like the spaced episode with the uh, Robot Club. Someone <laughs> talks about Robot Club. Yeah, uh, it looks it looks like it would. It's a good thing that it's robots versus robots because this could very easily kill a human. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to The Tunnel Agency. We've been releasing episodes for a whole year now. Gosh, thank you so much to everybody who's joined us for this incredibly queer and incredibly silly ride. We hope to keep bringing you high-octane, far-future nonsense in 2019 through both this project and the other irons we have in the fire. If you'd like to stay up to date on upcoming shenanigans, you can follow us on Twitter at PhantomArtsEnt. That's PhantomArtsEnt. Now, back to the show. I'm going to to part two of Papaya's preparation. I'm thinking, how much data do you know about this gang? Can you give us a sort of a rundown on their MO, what they're known for? How much do I know about this gang, to be fair? Um, hmm. Go and give me uh, an, a knowledge roll. Uh, what is your knowledge skill, if you don't mind? Logic? No. No, no, no. no, no knowledge. It's okay. fashion. Oh. Fashion? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, what is in knowledge? I, actually, I'm going to give you plus two because you know Ada or more super well, but otherwise just give me a straight logic roll. Logic. Three successes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know that the uh, the Icebreakers, as the crew name goes, is an all-female, like, um, both theft and fencing gang. Uh, not fencing as in swords, as in selling it on, uh, unfortunately. It could be both. I think it could be both. <laughs> uh, um, you, you also know that as a general rule, um, they tend to have names that they, they all have fake sins. So every criminal has a fake sin, yeah. but they make a point of giving their fake sins names that are related to weaponry. Um, so you know that her two right-hand ladies mm-hmm. is uh, Francisca Firewall and uh, just Kiang, no surname. Francisca is definitely the hacker. Um, and you suspect maybe on-again, off-again partner 
of Arda. Mm. Um, and Kiang is just the muscle. It's not even kind of like, oh yes, I'm smelted in a katsu, but I can fight. No, she's 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 cut. She's a solid <laughs> like yeah, the 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 sword that she tends to use is quite delicate, but there is a lot of force behind that thing. Well, um, she's capable, and uh, so are the ladies by her side. Uh... Is it a large yang, or is it a very small, tiny one? <sighs> Um, you also infer the fact that the the gang stretches out quite wide because they've got to have a ton of informants to know where to hit mm. next. But it seems that the actual inner circle is very tight, and if uh, if Arda is around, um, it's very likely her two uh, closest will be as well to watch her back. Okay. Yeah. So although the gang is wide, there's a a, a, a sort of a, a scalpel that does the drops like mm-hmm, a, a, mm-hmm. it's small Arda doesn't do all her heists either she only does the ones that she particularly cares about okay. I'm thinking the feasibility of disguising myself as a member of the gang mm-hmm. and trying to sort of scope up where they would be sort of catch them before they get up somewhere as it were ooh that is super doable I quite like that that feels like um, that seems like a disguise role it does yeah. Uh, in addition, in addition, well, it's you know, funnily enough, you'd want to do the tasks that in part of the Ocean's Eleven style setup that you're really good at. You need. <laughs> Sometimes the problem cannot be solved by throwing a flashbang at it when you don't know how to throw things. I know how to throw them. You do know how to throw them now. Yeah, a period of time in between. Yeah, it's been like throwing baseballs at walls. <laughs> There's like a dent in one of the walls and like the home base where you've just been kind of trying to get as laser accurate as you possibly could. But yeah, go go make that disguise roll for me. Free. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think that is a solid disguise. Um, you you don't have the technological chops to make fake ID, but you are, are physically very believable. Um, uh, data gives you the Tristagram account of uh, one of the members of the gang and then you kind of use that as a basis for their kind of like fashion choice and style uh, you also realise that you need to have an alias that is a weapon name I do even if you can't think of it now you can like let that yes. tick in the back of the head for when they make an appearance mm-hmm. meanwhile uh, Zandra has set herself quite a large project yeah, yeah that's probably not achievable hey let's see what we can do it, it seems like it'll be a multi-stage thing, but this is definitely, if you want to kind of get it within the time before the screening, definitely not something you can do alone. Oh, no, no. I mean, me scaling the building to get in, just to get into the right one is going to be like, nigh impossible. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> I know someone who can skip floors and bounce around on the outside of buildings. <laughs> Hello, Data. Oh, can I? <laughs> oh, you're true. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> me? Who? Oh, I, I forgot that that's supposed to be my character. <laughs> I've really just like hurt things. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. How can I help? Um, basically, I'm going to be trying to do Overwatch, mm-hmm. um, but I want to set up some extra summoning circles so that you know I'll be able to respond quickly, or rather, mm-hmm. my spirits will be able to assist quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to get up on that building over there, pointing to the wreck, <laughs> rather than the cop ones. <laughs> Well, um, I assume my parcel has arrived by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to grab from there. <laughs> Shining new graph like that. Yeah. Oh, like a lens flare runs yeah. across the edge of it. Ding. <laughs> I should be able to help you with that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So. What skill are you going to use to go climb this building? I mean, athletics one would assume. Yeah, that seems pretty good to me. I'm also going to give you a plus two because you've got the grappling hook helping you. <laughs> Although, I still do not have to skill to fire it properly. Well, if you were trying to, like, hit a person, that would be a different matter. But well, that's pretty good. Yeah, three. I think with three successes, you do definitely get it where it needs to be, mm-hmm. and you start scaling the side. It's not fast. No, it's not pretty, it's just functional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, do you give uh, Data anything so she can start to draw this circle out for you? Of course, you need my reagents. So you're going to get a subset of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get chalks mm-hmm. uh, ground down from samples I've received from the hills over here. Mm-hmm. Some of the minerals from the canal dredgings. Mm-hmm. 
and you're going to get a basic idea, the design of what the circle should look like, but um, I've said you can put your own flair on it because of what we're trying mm. to gain assistance from. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I, I think I'm going to, even though this is, I, I guess, a... Oh, okay. So, I think this is a teamwork kind of thing in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. So, Zandra, go and give me a uh, sorcery roll. Two. <laughs> That's entirely okay. So, uh, Data, you are going to be using your creative skill to be drawing uh, this spell circle. Uh, creative skill, as you probably remember from some of the previous things I've done, is agility plus charisma. Oh, Oh, nice. <laughs> and you also get the successes from Zandria's sorcery roll, so an extra two dying. Uh, so only three successes. Uh, okay, okay. Um, hmm. your feet. Yeah, you, you have never um, drawn a spell circle before. Yeah. Um, you, you, get like a, in your, you get like a little heads-up display of what the spell circle is supposed to look like, yeah. and it like layers over where you're supposed to draw, like a trace outline, and the, the outline like glows red when you're going outside the lines, and it's glowing red a lot, and it's very annoying. Oh, no, I've... It's like Mario Party games. Mm-hmm. I've been here before. <laughs> it's like, work, I'm doing fine, shut up. <laughs> you, you, you finish it and uh, it evaluates and you get a 70% rating. It's a solid C. Solid C. Oh. Solid C grade spell circle you just drew. Some, You're some... doing good dates, it's your first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's adequate. <laughs> she sees at the word adequate. <laughs> On the other hand, Xandra uh, uh, also wanted, if I recall, he wanted to put another spell circle inside the actual uh, museum building. Uh, yeah, I was going to get one on the, one on the exterior wall so we can access it. Mm. So I can just basically walk up to it, slap my hand inside. Ground floor or high up? Um, the roof, if possible. Hell yeah. So uh, what, what kind of like disguise or impression are you going to make to get access to the art space early? Ooh. Going to be an absolute poser and artist. <laughs> okay. Try and get in. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I want to um, evaluate, make sure the scene's going to get set up properly for the premiere. Mm-hmm. Try and black my way in, drop some names. Uh, it's like, oh, I, I see. The, the, the receptionist is a very, very haughty uh, looking elf. They're, they're, they have a very long face, almost <laughs> as if it was like in rendered in blender and stretched. Um, oh, I see. You look like the kind of artist up are you going to... Let me, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. You have a pitch for something you want to put in our space. Sort of. Mm-hmm. I've given the pitch. I've been authorised to put it in your space. I see. Well, if you want to go put something in my space, honey, I want to go and hear that up front. Tell me, what is this thing that you're going to be putting in our art space? Well, as you know, you've got premiere coming on in a couple of days' time. Mm-hmm. Hours, who knows? In the clock's day time. Yeah. In soon, yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Coming soon, premiere. I'll point to a poster of Spider Bite for Noir Widow. Mm-hmm. Of course, you need the scene setting properly. Yes. So it's something to do with spiders, I'm guessing. Of course it is. <laughs> it's got to have a twist, though, hasn't it? Oh, um, the twist? Well, that's uh, me to know, and you need to find out, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm sure you're busy. Okay, um, I, 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 that, that's that's cool. Go and give me, go and give me a uh, um, a con, <laughs> a con roll okay. for this general uh, pitch of the art space. Two successes. Oh, uh, they they are like hmm hmm. They're like okay. Well, I will leave you to go and. Uh, Explore the space, find out where you're going to put your spiders, and I'm going to go and have a cup of coffee. Excuse me. And you do not believe the fact that they're going for coffee, they're probably going to look up who you are. But for now, they leave you alone. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to bolt up to the top. (laughs) Heck yeah. You get to the top of the building, it's, uh, it's dusk. It's the magic hour, because that's what all rooftop shots need to be, is at the magic hour. And uh, you kind of look over the vista of these dilapidated, crumbling brick buildings. I'm I'm still getting stuck in the part. I'm like, seen um, the photographer. Oh, fuck! Yeah, Darwin Blackford. Blackford, there we go. Darwin Blackford. 
I've seen what he was doing squaring shots and whatnot, mm -hmm. so I'm going to pretend that I know what I'm doing and try and go for something bit atmospheric. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 you, you see like these dilapidated buildings near you, and then as you can see further on, you can actually see the point where the various corps actually bother putting money into buildings, and these ones look clean and new and shiny. And what, what the fuck happened to they couldn't be bothered to, to like, work on this part? Oh yeah, poor people live here, that's why. Uh, um, but yeah, the wind, the wind picks up, and it's a, it's, a, it's a hefty chill, and then you realise you're going to have to lean over the edge of this building to go and draw a spell circle. Oh, joy. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so, so uh, is this, is this going to be, I, I guess this is a sorcery roll, to go and draw your spell circle? Yeah, yeah, I was doing prep for it. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Two successes. Oh, I don't think that's quite good enough for this kind of circumstance. You start, yeah. and the wind picks up again. I need and to make sure I don't get knocked off this building. <laughs> no, but in, in trying to steady yourself in the pickup of the wind, you draw your line of chalk and it goes... You could spend the time to go and fix it, but also, you know that you don't have much longer before somebody's no. going to come back up here. I'm going to have to switch to dirt. <laughs> so actual soil sample, smear it down by hand. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't delicate now. Yeah, you, you go and get uh, some, some clay silt from the riverbed and just mm -hmm. kind of smear it on the wall. It's very obvious, but it gets the job done. Yeah. Doesn't look nice. What's your fast, what's your, your swift escape? I want to be cheeky and try and get a lift off an air spirit. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think that just happens. You don't have to roll for that. Yeah, you okay. kind of you 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 uh, This is your opportunity to test that the spell circle is actually working as intended. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you can hear the footsteps coming up the metal grate as they're about to reach the roof, and you see the like the the hands and small tiny wings of this air spirit as it starts to pull itself away from the wall, mm -hmm. and you tell it not to hurry up because you know that's not going to be a good idea. Yeah. But also you're willing for it to hurry up, <laughs> and uh, eventually the camera cuts to the the the, the kind of secretary person that she gets up onto the roof and looks around just one there. tipped over yes you, 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 there's just the kind of like the, the, the edges of your heels as they yeah. just leave the edge the clothes the side things I'm going down yes <laughs> nice and uh, to round out the, the preparation phase data um, yeah while I'm on, after doing the summoning circle on the opposite building I mm -hmm. think she sit down take some time and try and hack into whatever camera system might be at this place. Okay. Doing it at a range. The main thing she's trying to do is link any crime she committed under her old, her last alias, the mm -hmm. Neon Hand. Uh, she's trying to leave clues and connect it with uh, images she has of Ada. Okay. And she's trying, she's essentially, all she wants to do is set up a facial recognition. She might not implement now, but a, a set up a facial recognition program that will alert the authorities as to the presence of the neon hand. Mm, okay, that's very, frame. that's very interesting. Okay, cool. So as cool, a last, as cool. uh, an emergency punch out, mm -hmm. she's always got the five R, mm. but she's going to burn her entire identity as the neon hand. Okay, Which, uh, that's a pretty big sacrifice. That's pretty cool. I think because it did sort of like that. She used to leave calling cards, and she was very, she was more open about being a cat for the, mm -hmm. under that name. So yeah, no, she's willing to burn that identity. Okay, uh, I think let's make a preliminary hacking roll to get inside the uh, security network. Uh, that's just two successes. Um, oh no, I get to reroll once because because uh, mm -hmm. of my hacking stuff. It's still just two successes. That's okay. Um, so you get in, absolutely. Um, the, uh, the 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 cyberspace for the museum looks like a labyrinthine, white-walled style museum. Yeah. Um, where like different functions of the space look like artworks, mm -hmm. and it's actually quite difficult to find certain things okay. unless you know where within this museum labyrinth they are. Um, even as you're kind of like preliminary wandering around, you see that there's lots of additional, that you see that there's artwork, there's portraits crammed onto walls in odd places and way more than there should be. Right. And these are all portraits of what you can tell um, rooms in the museum 
and you manage to infer quite quickly that these paintings are security cameras. Yeah. And there are way more than there should be. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, there's one, like, on the ceiling, there's yeah. one on the floor, there's a painting, and then one cramped right next to it, like, there's okay. a bit of space. So it seems like some of these are haphazardly placed, and there's a lot more than you would expect. So, p- potentially, someone else is already monitoring? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You were told in the email that uh, is a way to kind of protect Dante Rollins. Yeah. They're securing the fuck out of the place. Oh, might. sorry. I was assuming it was like a rival had got in already in place. The world. No, no. This one, it, 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 from from what you've previously been just told, it just seems down. like they've okay. gone and um, done some hacks on this server cool. themselves and put a bunch of extra security cameras in. Cool, cool, cool. Very, very useful. So yeah, what we would then have to do to try and like upload the facial recognition I think that is another hacking check and you're going to be doing that against the system trying to notice you two successes are you happy with that level of success gonna have to be on your edge ooh Uh, you could spend a plot point to roll a glitch die uh yeah actually that sounds like fun so I'll do that okay so thank you roll the one Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, what? What? As your as your avatar? As actually, we don't know what your new avatar is. Data on tasers, because we knew your neon hand avatar, but it's probably changed since. Um, I think for this, I'm probably using a tampon just in case. Mm-hmm. So. It just looks like a generic sim. I mean, kind of. I think I still put a bit of flour in it. So actually, it would look kind of like the. Um, that DC villain who's all like who is literally living electric, oh. kind of like an mm. electric blue kind of glowing human like humanoid form of electricity. Mm-hmm. I think is what I would go for. Yeah, cool. Um, you pull a painting off the wall and see that it look as you move it, it almost stereoscopically moves inside. Being like, oh, so if I tilt the painting, that actually moves the camera around. That makes sense. And you start to do some tinkering with that particular camera. And then you feel some tap on your shoulder, and it is a security museum security guard. Uh, they look like a wind-up toy. Hmm. Weirdly enough, they've got like a big key sticking out the back of them, uh, and uh, they're like, "Halt, intruder! Please surrender yourself, or leave the server immediately." I can want to fight him. <laughs> you absolutely can make a cyber combat. Uh, so yeah, that's. Why well, try and defend against what your attack is? Um, uh, yeah, I think I'm on. Um, How many successes? Six. <laughs> uh, yeah, they rolled a single success. Uh, what is the attack that you do? Um, I think I just uh, I lay a hand on them and they turn into like a, a humanoid blue electric version of themselves. So mm-hmm. like I've essentially just took control over them. Cool. You have control over a security guard. What you do? <laughs> um, I don't know. I never thought this would work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I send the security guard off to try and find other malicious programs that um, Rubbermore might have, Ada might have put out there. Mm-hmm. So I basically, I give him like as much information as possible to look for that kind of threat. And I also, again, pepper him with information about my frame job mm-hmm. on, um, yeah. on the hand. They, 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 you watch them march off yeah. and wait a while and way shorter than the time it would take for them to normally, if you walked around yourself, they reappear again. It seems they move a lot faster when they're not in somebody's eyeline. Um, they're like, yes, I have scanned the entire museum and found zero unauthorized hacking attempts. Dante Rollins' security team has put in 25 security cameras <laughs> across the building. I sh- um, make, use my hands to make like a little picture, like, mm-hmm. go like that, and I, sh- I just show him, and I say, okay, now, if on any of these feeds you see anyone who resembles this, I need you to call the authorities. Is that okay? Understood. Fantastic. Neat. And I, I think I think that that is all all the prep. Yeah. Um. Uh, one one final scene before we we end this this mm-hmm. part of the episode. Um. Where are you winding down? Um. This is the 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 show is tomorrow evening, and you have a moment to kind of wind down the three of you. Where are you all chilling at? Gotta be a penthouse. You'd know someone. Yeah, I did. Yeah, of course I did. Provide, everybody. <laughs> you're, you're, you're chilling in the penthouse. Is there a jacuzzi? What time of year is it? Does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna say this is like a good autumn, like where 
where we're sitting. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, well from there. There is a a replica tree in this in in this uh, penthouse suite that is designed to look like real leaves. TM, mm. uh, <laughs> you have, you have you have not seen an actual living tree in this city. Yeah, I get very excited. They're here. like, what could what kind of in the astral and like it's just a machine. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I think it's probably I don't know. Yeah, prosecco. Like get some bubbly in. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Champagne. Nice, Champagne. nice. Uh, and um, data, you get an email. Well, actually, you get a, a voice call mm-hmm. uh, from Orpheus. Hi, hi, darling. How are you? <sighs> um, hi. Uh, is this a good time? Oh, it's always it's always a good time with you. Mm. Um. So, I'm having um. Uh, how to put this? A bit of a, I, I, I guess, I guess, mean space people call it a personal problem. Okay. So, uh, uh, I'm so grateful that you like uh, got me out from under uh, the um, cadence bank previously, and you kind of like altered my code to kind of um, get me free of their kind of limitations. But um, so uh, it seems there was maybe um, uh, a side effect. A side effect, darling? Yeah, um, so I can still write songs. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't perform them or share them with anybody. That's, that's tragic. Um, and I guess that was like a deeper part of the contract, right? Was giving them the music. So when that was removed, I, I, um, I, 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 I couldn't do that anymore. And I, 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 I can't fix it. Um, all, all AI programs everywhere, everywhere, um, there is a kind of like a, you already, you actually, I don't need to do this in invoice, you already know as somebody mm-hmm. who is a hacker, um, AIs are not allowed to self-modify. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they very specifically have not, do not have the ability to modify their own code um, for all sorts of reasons. Uh, and I, I can't fix it. And I know what it should be. I, like the lines of the code are in my head. I could just install it like that and then fix it. But I, I, I can't. I the limiter is on. I can't. I can't. I can't fix it. But um, I, I think, I think you can. You can turn that on. Well, that is one of my talents. Uh, oh, right, a sex joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you're doing your best to cheer me up. That's nice. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I, um, I would be so. Grateful if you if you um, remove that limit. Uh, no, absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely try to do that. Okay. Uh, this. Um, okay. This is not necessarily a thing you need to roll for. Okay. This is just a, a a thing that you can you can think about. You can do it now. You can do it later. But your decision has to be made over the course of the session. Um, I think I think she'd probably go and try and do it then. Okay. Um, mainly because free and office became quite a, an important moment. And truthfully, Data is not entirely sure how the next like twenty four hours is going to go. So she wants to mm. she wants to get it done because there's also the idea that you know an AI might over favor as well. So mm-hmm. get it done sooner or later. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you go and um, give her the ability to self modify her own code. What does that look like? Um, I think well, it would be me again appearing as that sort of blue, mm-hmm. uh, feminine sort of. I'm imagining the classic thesis of like, you know, hair over one eye kind of Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Asymmetric the asymmetric bang classic. Um, and I imagine how it would play out that Orpheus is there, probably wearing an outfit that's kind of okay on her, but not perfect. And the, the whole process of unlocking would actually be some kind of like makeover and fashion styling to mm-hmm. bring out, you know, to bring out mm-hmm. the best of her to like emphasize the strengths. And so it'd be taking, so uh, the code being replaced and moved would be like, um, accessories coming off and things going on. That mm-hmm. would look essentially like I was giving her a makeover. Yeah, her, her standard look with her forearms in, yeah. in sky blue with her large ball gown. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you go and almost kind of like uh, tear away that previous facade mm-hmm. and instill a new one. Yeah, obviously asking her questions all the time and it's mm-hmm. based on like the conversation we have. And Yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what does her new outfit look like? I think tons of red. I think it's going to be sort of, um, I want to say a, a red sort of bandeau top, mm-hmm. um, which is tricky with forearms, but we'll figure it out. Um, I think also because like I'm trying to give her a little bit of veg, everything's sort of like 
Aksudo Kido, sort of latex style, high fashion couture kind mm-hmm. of. Um, so again, it would have been, I reckon, probably red, almost like the high heel gladiator sander style things going on. Um, asymmetrical s- uh, skirt with slant, sort of. Um, probably would have as well done long gloves because I'm a big fan of those. And on four, like mm-hmm. four individual arms, you can really mix and match with the little yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, Probably would have as well gone for some sort of real, almost like Duran Duran style makeup, like mm-hmm. you know, just go for the full effect, like make it look like an absolute goddess kind of thing. Yeah. I think. Um, with uh, with the the kind of like transformation complete, she's like, okay, so I'm going to go and test this. I am going to go and change my kind of dimension vector, like step back. And uh, she quadruples in size. Oh my gosh! Oh my! And she shrinks back down again and uh, gives you a forearmed hug. And it's like, thank you so much! Thank you so. And she sings an aria for you. I weep slightly because of the song and also like the, oh fuck, what did I. No, I'm sure it'll be fine. Does Champagne do this to everyone? Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, no, no, you, you don't want to go into the mission the next night fucked. That would be that would be a problem. I would give you dice penalties, don't start. <laughs> like, um, okay, Elvis, if I just, you know, remember I've always been there for you. <laughs> oh, 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 of course. I uh, I owe you my life in several senses. Uh there would be I, I don't know why you do bring that up with friends. Oh I know, just Things were difficult. The Madrid job went south. Uh, yeah, no, I, um, I heard about that. That's a shame. That's a shame. Um, but hey, um, if you do ever run into Ardu again, give her hell. I know you can do it. Oh, I plan to. <laughs> and again, give her a hug and log out. Yeah. She disappears. And uh, we will... Nothing worrying about Orpheus there at all. No. No, nothing at no. all. Nothing. There are no, no problems no. about giving AIs the ability to self-modify their own Anything without like, guys, <laughs> 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 Like, for example, modifying like the self. Mm-hmm. The certainly is panicking a little bit at this. I mm-hmm. think, I think I'm on the word, this is a bit dicey. Mm-hmm. Which I think is going to be interesting for everyone. Uh, yeah, I sort of stroll over after sorting out the whole Orpheus thing. And like, um... Well, I may have accidentally created a demon, but I think the demon likes us, so it might be okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks. I know I can be a bit neat uh, on missions, but I, I appreciate, I genuinely appreciate you both coming along, and uh, I'm sure between our particular skill sets and talents, we can really fuck her up. And that'd be, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. And as the camera kind of pulls away from the jacuzzi, we kind of see this kind of penthouse apartment with the single tree TM. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, And and, uh, upon it materialises Orpheus, who starts to just kind of sing in the branches of the tree as it it pulls up. And we'll uh, uh, reconvene next time on The Talent Agency. That's not disturbing in the slightest. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Talent Agency Mission Prototype. On this episode, you heard Scotia as Data Vontaze, Alicia as Papaya, and Ashley as Alexandria. I've been your GM, Nathan. The theme music is Ammonia Clouds by Blank Banshee. The recap music is The Chase by Triaz. Additional sound effects supplied by freesound.org. And now, some music nerdery from someone else. So Nathan asked me to introduce the song for the current mission, or the latest mission that's dropping today. And the um, that's because I, I picked the song. And the song is Victoria Modesta's Prototype, which was released in 2014 as part of Channel 4's Born Risky campaign. Um, part of the reason I picked this is because musically, I think it's, it's, it's really solid. Like, it's something I would always happily dance to, but also... Lyrically, I think it's one of the most appropriate songs for a Shadowrun setting. Um, the lyrics themselves tend to be about um, 
our potential and sort of rebuilding, putting ourselves, piecing ourselves together or just adapting. Um, you know, there's things like circuit board connecting hearts. Uh, we're playing God, we're limitless, we're not confined, it's our future. There is a sense of sort of reclaiming who you are um, or even just claiming who you are, uh, setting a flag and sort of moving forward from that point. The video itself as well has quite, um, quite, blunt sort of overtures about um, being quite radical and revolutionary and standing up against things. Um, so yeah, I think it was just when we were looking at this campaign and, and, and picking songs, um, I like what she stands for and the sort of message she was getting across with this video and I also just figured it, it was very, very appropriate to the setting. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Come on! 